Mm. Oh, that's coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of The Simpsons. Anytime they're eating. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, everyone. Hey, oh, are guys. we re- are we recording? Yeah, oh, yes, man. we are. Yes, we are. Hey, Kirk. How's it going, Alan? I'm doing really well. I'm doing really well. I just uh, well, at time of recording, entered into my yes, no, second week of new employment. But I'll actually be in Wyoming today. So, so yeah. how does your new job? You're like. Hi, everyone. Bye, everyone. They were cool with it. I okay. let them know at the interview, so they weren't surprised when okay. I was like, oh, by the way. I'm leaving. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. Hey. Oh, Happy rebirth. Oh, thank you. So glad you're still here, Kirk. Yesterday was my rebirth day. Let's drink to that. Yeah, let's. Happy to be here. Hmm. Yeah. What, what was yesterday? Yesterday was the how many year? Five. It was my golden wow. rebirth day, the fifth. So five years. Five yeah. years since you... Died of a heart attack. Yeah. Wow. Literally. Literally. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Seriously. Yeah, we are definitely... I can't believe it's been five years. I know. Like, that is... Wow. It's pretty nuts. We are definitely drinking to that. Yeah. What are you drinking? I've got the... I don't know if I've had this on here before. I don't think you have. No, I don't think so, but it's the Cosmic Cold Brew from Block 15. Wonderful. Yeah. I've... I figured it's... God damn it. It's May 6th. No, it's not. I mean, today it is, but... Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, what are you talking about? And it is cool and rainy and dark, and I'm so over this crap. Me too. That's kind of, that was kind of my motivation. Sorry. Wow. Nope. It's fine. Uh, that was my motivation behind mine too, other than the fact that I will always grab a Schwartz beer oh, when I see it. Oh, so good. Yeah. Uh, I have Forland Beers Glass Volcano Black Lager. Nice. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. I don't know what it is about those Schwartz beers that are just so they're, tasty. But they're very roasty. Yeah. I think that's what I love. It's like it's like a slightly less malty stout. Yeah, absolutely. Which I love. It's like a light, yeah, a lighter a stout. A lighter stout. Yes, exactly. Mm, so good. Oh, they're so good. Those Germans. Yeah, because that's the thing is you can't really, I don't know. I mean, I guess you can, and I have, but drink a bunch of stouts and it's just like, ugh. Mm-hmm. You just, yeah, you ugh. feel kind of sick. Yeah. But, you know, we're not we're not here to talk about that kind of stuff. We are not. We're here to talk about music, Kirk, and yes, I have got are. a treat for you. Uh, an album that you have spent a few days with. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, so Kirk, I, Kirk, Kirk texted me I, this morning and said, oh. I forgot that this week was a recording week. Uh, day of, by the way, of recording. And he said, what's the album again? <laughs> so he has spent a whole six hours with this album. I am the worst, you guys. <laughs> it's okay. I, I well... I feel like I had a busy week because I had yesterday off because I took it off for my rebirth day and had some fun and I just wasn't thinking. And this morning I got up and I was like, oh, it's Friday. Whatever. You know, what am I going to do? And I was like, oh, wait, wait, like, wait. Like oh, the, like, oh, no. Like that Brian Regan joke where he's like, you ever wake up a uh, day of the science <laughs> fair, your head comes off the pillow? Oh, no. Yeah. That's <laughs> almost exactly. And I was like, okay, no, that's Okay. I'm just going to, because I couldn't remember, I couldn't even remember what album you had given me. And I told him, I was like, well, Kirk usually asks me to remind him, because I'll tell him, like, on the fly, in person, 
and he doesn't have a written record of it, but he hasn't asked me yet. So maybe he remembered this time (laughs) and yeah, and like literally day of, I'm like, well, he hasn't texted me yet. So he must've remembered. Uh, And then I went back through my texts like, Oh, he texted it to me. Please, please. (laughs) No, no, he didn't. I just need to stop telling you in person. (laughs) That's all right. You forgot forgot what album we were doing. I forgot my notes. So, uh, (sighs) so anyway, yes. Flying blind on the pod this this week. I, I was proud of myself. As soon as I figured out what album, I just basically had it on repeat up while well, I listened to it twice in a row. And then, because I like, like I said, I like to do at least that three listens. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and then I put my album in the middle to do my notes on it and then went back while I was working. So, yeah. So, I got, my, I got it in, just shoehorned it in for my yeah. day. And, yeah. But, yeah. Cool. So what do you got for me? Um, Well, I have an album called Challengers by the New Pornographers. Never heard this. You have never heard this? One and a two and a one, two, three, four. Hey man, there's this band I love and I know you love them too. But you're just shaking your head like you haven't got a clue. What are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea Start a podcast and talk about it While sipping on a beer You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this Yeah, yeah, yeah (laughs) Oh my god yeah, yeah. new pornographers. I mainly chose this album because there's a word in that band name that Kirk really likes. <laughs> it's the word new. He likes ah, new things. Oh, <laughs> that was good. That was, you got me on that one. Mm-hmm. All right. The new pornographers are an indie rock band from Canada, Victoria, Victoria Vancouver, BC. <laughs> uh, the name was chosen by band member Carl Newman after watching a Japanese film called The Pornographers, and they are a musical collective yes, of, singer, of singer-songwriters from multiple projects. Uh, they were all prominent in the indie scene in Canada, so the band is made up of Nico Case. Uh, she's got... A lot of really good solo albums. Yes. Uh, Actually, band. I've heard a little of her solo yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was in a band called Mao, Corn Sisters, and Cub. Uh, Ke- Cub? Cab? I can't read my own handwriting. Uh, she's on vocals. We have John Collins of The Evaporators and Destroyer on bass. We have Carl Newman, who goes solo as A.C. Newman. He was in a band called Superconductor and Zumpano on vocals and guitar. We have Todd Fancy, who's a solo artist and in, in a band called Limb Lifter on lead guitar. Catherine Calder, solo artist, Immaculate Machine, and a band called Front Person. She's on the vocals, keys, and guitar. We have Joe Cedars from Beat Club on the drums and vocals. And we have Dan Behar from Destroyer, Swan Lake, and Hello Blue Roses on vocals and guitar. Uh, You may remember Kirk picked a Destroyer song for his grab bag playlist called Q Synthesizer that he thought I was going to hate. And I really enjoyed uh, not knowing that I, Dan Behar was, uh, you know, well, I heard Q Synthesizer and I'm like, hmm, this guy's voice sounds a little familiar. And so I like that they call him the 
mad poet of the band. Yeah. Which is going to come up later. Yes, yeah. it is. So Challengers is their fourth studio album. It was released on August 21st of 2007, produced by Phil Palazzolo of New... Uh, he's done work with New Pornographers, Nico Case, and Ogreville River. And then John Collins and A.C. Newman from the band. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool so, stuff. Uh, fun fact, Chelsea mm-hmm. had a teacher in high school who played with um, a, I, the members of this band before they were new, the new pornographers. Oh. And uh, that's kind of his, like, I'm a cool guy. Sure. Claim, claim to yeah. fame. His, I don't his remember. name yeah. drop. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. cool. Uh, so I didn't, I, I was definitely aware of the band, but I, so I think I was thinking about this all day, and I think... They're one that would come up a lot on playlists and mm-hmm. radio stations that I would listen to. And just for some reason, I think I would like them enough to look at my phone and be like, oh, who is this? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. But never explored them. But yeah, but I never dove in and, and really... And there's a song of theirs, because once I started getting into their sound, because they have a... Despite all the different singers and instruments, they definitely have a sound. Yeah, you listen to one of their albums and you're like oh this is a new pornographer's album exactly and so when i started listening to this i was like "Mm, there is a song that i've heard multiple times and i i just i can't figure out what it is Hmm. uh there's a couple songs on here uh my rights versus yours which is going to be the first song we play sounds familiar Mm -hmm. and then another one i wonder let me look up one of their songs Uh, and see if you mutiny i promise you sounded familiar but it wasn't like i swear there's a song that i'm like hmm is it this one no is that their like most played one um Um, yeah yeah no i listened to that one i was like no that's not it (laughs) It was not one where the where it was a female singer. Oh, interesting. So which one is it? AC Newman is the main male singer. Yeah, he sings on the album more than yeah. Dan Behar. He has that. He has a very distinct voice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one that he sings, and I like it's there. I just cannot. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm gonna get a text from you like three months from now. <laughs> like, yeah, because I, I might just go to Spotify and be mm-hmm. listening and be like, here it is. Yeah. But yeah. Very cool. Well, you want to yeah, let's uh, want to get into this bad boy. Yeah, let's do it. Bad boy and ladies. Oh, I just wanted to mention one thing uh, that I thought was kind of interesting and a sign of the time is when they released this album. They released a a special edition they call the executive edition that came that oh, this is it's really interesting. I've never seen this before. What they sent you if you bought the executive edition was a box set. Of blank CDs, oh. but they were all like branded with images, whatever. It was all like, you know, looked like official new pornographers, uh, you know, stuff. But they were blank. And what they were going to do, and what they did, is they released digital content to their website. Then you were supposed to go and burn those blank CDs with that special content. Oh. And apparently, these box sets are incredibly rare and it said like yeah you might find one that's unopened but you're just buying an unopened box of blank cds right so yeah yeah yeah. so apparently the ones that that were burned are really rare Hmm. so yeah i thought that was interesting it was like 
Oh, yeah. I forget about burning CDs, you know? (laughs) Well, I remember on Spotify, when you wanted to listen to an album offline, you had to put it in a playlist first. Oh, yeah. Uh In the the Mm -hmm. old days of Spotify, most of my playlists were just albums that Uh I wanted to listen to. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Which is nuts to Uh me now. But uh, let's get into track number one. it. It is called, as Kirk said, My Rights Versus Yours. the hope of spring mirage of loss a few more things you left your sorrow dangling it hangs in air like a school cheer from black notes inside the chords on every wall inflections carved deepest lakes and darkest stars remember we were the volunteers New this and nothing more Now it's my rights versus yours You know, now that I think of it, I think this is the song. Hmm. I'm pretty sure it is. Because I put, I even wrote that it sounded familiar. But now I'm like, yeah, I think it is. I think I've heard a few of theirs, but I may, I think maybe this one just stuck with me. It's just kicking around your mind yeah, somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, I get like Brian Wilson vibes from this song. Like, very, very much so. Yes, absolutely. I love it. Um, so supposedly about a divorce. divorce? That's why I, I saw. That's why I even wrote I down know. divorce question mark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this, this I could see that. Sound though. like a divorce? Kirk? Kinda. If if you you know read into the lyrics. Yeah. It's not. It's not like uh, who are we talking about? Where the lyrics are just straightforward. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's a very cool opener. Yeah, I, I, really I think like it was it. a yep. Because um, like I said, when you when you said. <laughs> today <laughs> Newport well actually when you you <laughs> met and you've mentioned them before yeah because like you said we talked about Dan Behar with Destroyer and how he was you I think you even then said oh I'm going to give you a new pornographer's mm-hmm. album I was always like yeah I know the name I know I've heard them but I I just couldn't even tell you like what their sound is mm-hmm. so once I listened to this song and again I was like oh this is familiar it was like oh yeah this this is their sound okay yeah 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 this uh, this song especially is like it is a time capsule because it is very very 2000s indie like from sure, from the yes. top down <laughs> yes that like shins yeah uh, almost like tweed yeah that yeah like yeah, yeah chamber yeah. pop yes. almost yep. yeah I love it though um so yeah, I was like right off the bat, I was like, yeah, okay. No, now I, I I'm familiar. I know at least a little bit. 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a little more surprised as we get on because I wasn't that familiar with them. Yeah. But. Well, let's move on. All let's right. go to track number two. It is called All the Old Showstoppers. When John, he saw the numbers he lied Made up the whole thing, failed when he tried To cash in on his cautious new fame Always the numbers, but never the name I was like, first listen, I was like, wow, okay, this is going to be something. And I also had, uh, I, I kind of had a hint that this was going to be a, I don't know how to put it, because when you bring up uh, uh, new pornographers on Spotify, it shows a picture of the band. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, ho, ho, there's a lot of people in this band. So that usually means a lot of voices. Mm-hmm. A lot of instruments, and so the first song was like, okay, yep, this is that kind of middle 2000s indie sound, and then this song was like, whoa, like, big sound, big, like... Especially that riff right there. Yeah, and like a lot going on, and I was like, cool, cool. Yeah, I, 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 I get this riff stuck in my head all the time that's cool it's just a it's a cool one yeah um and the phrase the princess of the poppers and all the old showstoppers i just that has always stuck out Uh to me i don't know why i like it so much it's just like a cool turn of phrase i something about it i don't know so this brings up something funny in my mind especially cramming all my research into (laughs) one freaking day yeah i need to be better about that less than a day oh god yeah you're right um doing pretty good though i i really wanted i i i really i really wanted to not fuck this up yeah (laughs) i care about this podcast so i felt really bad that i was like oh my god it's day of so i that's why i said i even told you i was like that's all i'm gonna be doing today i'm lucky i have a job that i can i hope my bosses don't listen to this but (laughs) yeah (laughs) or i can screw around all day (laughs) So, um, so it's just funny to me thinking about talking about lyrically. This album is pretty like pretty good. The album we have that I have for you next week, lyrically speaking, because again, the album I have for you next week is one I've listened to forever. 
but like we've said before, I haven't picked it apart. I haven't really mm-hmm. listened to it. And I was like, I, st- I still like it. But I was like, after listening to this and like other albums, I was like, ooh. And I am a lyric guy, as we've said. And I was mm-hmm. like, some of these lyrics are not great. We will get into that next week. <laughs> so you might agree with me. <laughs> Just might. <laughs> I, I kinda, and I was like, I wonder if Alan's picking up on these lyrics because some are not mm, awesome. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Oh, gross. Uh, <laughs> some leftover Mexican food from Ooh, last night. Went good. to... Taqueria El Tarasco in Seaside by the Shell Station. Oh, I don't know that one. I've always been to the one on, what is that central little street there? Una Mas Ve, Una Ves Mas. I always forget. The one? Or uh, the one by, not that any of our, well, some of our The one listeners. by Tom's Fish and Chips? No, 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 no. The one by uh, uh, Seaside Brewing. Uh, not right by it, but it's across like Across right, the street? No, it's on the same side. Oh, there's a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, it's well, maybe it's on maybe it's on the other side. It's, I forget. It's, it's, it's been. Space. A, is that what it is? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I had tongue for the first time. Whoa! Really? Yeah, on tacos. It was uh, it was lengua. I was gonna say I, I know there's a name for that. Lengua. Yeah. It was delicious. It just it looked and tasted like steak. Okay. It was very tender. We're not here to talk about that though. <laughs> yeah, that went off. Uh... We. <laughs> <laughs> Alan's burp just derailed our yep, whole show. Sure did, man. <laughs> Let's go to track three. It's Let's... called Challengers. Self. Ooh. Titular. Ooh yeah. I know it was late We were greeting the sun Before long And you live with someone I live with somebody too Leave it there For safekeeping One of the West Village in Plains the custom come down on the walls of the day in the shade of the sun we rode down another vision of us the challenges of the unknown Be safe, you say Whatever the mess you are, you're mine Okay That is the custom I'm down The Challengers of the Unknown were a superhero group from the Silver Age of Comics created by Jack Kirby, mm-hmm. comic book legend. Uh, they were they had wild sci-fi adventures in space and across multiple dimensions. 
Newtons. This is AC Newman and Nico Case singing a duet. Uh, Nico Case very much taking the lead on it. I love her voice. It's absolutely gorgeous. So I saw something gorgeous. that they... Oh, yeah. She's an amazing singer. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw something that this was about them being ex-lovers. Mm, I don't know about yeah. them, but it's, it's or, possible. I, it's maybe I, a, missed, I think it's just about Okay, maybe I mistook that. Yeah. Because so I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. But they're, you know, they still have you know, feelings for each other, and it's just about them like, hey, if we're ready to try this again, sure. you know, I'm here. It's a pretty song. Yeah, and her, again, her voice, I mean, yeah. I'm going to give you one of her solo albums, too, at some point. I, again, I, yeah, I've just come across, like, I think she's another one of those, like I said, where it'd be like, ooh, I like this, and it'd be yeah. like, oh, it's Nico Case. And, and w strangely enough, I was familiar with her solo stuff before I knew about new pornographers. My older okay. brother is the one who showed me Nico really? Case, actually, okay. yeah, back in the MySpace days. Wow. Because I remember putting one of her songs on my profile. Oh, my God, I miss doing that. Yeah. That was so fun. So fun. I, I, man, I miss MySpace. I I love that, like... It was such a different uh, experience than, like, Facebook. I just love that, like, we all worked so hard to learn HTML yes, and, have, and have completely <laughs> forgotten how to use it. Oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. I mean, nobody really uses it anymore anyway, but... Um, it was just funny. It was like, if you want this sparkly little sticker in the corner, yeah. like, you got to put this code in, and, like... <laughs> Then put oh. the uh, the URL to that yeah, sticker. Yes, exactly. Uh -huh. yeah. And so many times I would do it, and it'd be like, image not found, mm -hmm. or you know, something stupid. Yeah. yeah. So funny. <laughs> All right, let's go to track number four, Kirk. Here's the one of the Dan Behar songs. Yeah, Myriad Harbor. Took a train. Ah, who cares? You always end up in the city. I said to call, look up for one, and see just how the sun sets in the sky. I said to John, do you think the girls here ever wonder how they got so pretty? With a homemade microphone, have very interesting sounds. All the girls falling to ruin, dropping out of school, breaking daddy's heart just to hang around. I love this line. Uh -huh. I walked into the local record store and asked for an American music anthology. It sounds fun. They tore off my schedule. Stuck it on the walls at PS1. It's, uh, this is obviously Dan Behar. So the, uh, it's such a different feel from yes. the rest of like the album so far. And that's the first thing I wrote down the first time I listened to it was weird. Mm -hmm. And I meant it, some you know, like, 
I know what I mean when I write. Some, well, sometimes yeah. I don't. But <laughs> yeah. when I wrote down weird, I meant it as like I like it. You know, like yeah. it's like you said. This is a the the three songs that came before it. Uh, this is so like a, such a, a de- departure. And then when I started doing a little research, and I was like, oh, this is Behar. I was like, okay. And like, mm-hmm. like this is where they called him the Mad Poet. Yeah. And I was like, okay, all right. I, I kind of get what he is, you know, all about. Yeah. And I thought it was funny that this, he's, he, there, I saw a quote, and I was like, and then I wrote down that this is very meta, that he wrote this song about this band. In New York City. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Hold on, like, turn it up real quick. I love this line. Someone somewhere asked me, is there anything in particular I could help you with? All I He, he nails the retail inflection. This because this song is so different from the album so far. That, that to me makes it easily the best song on the album. This is my absolute favorite song. I like this it. Whole album. It's so out there. Yes, with the weird like call and response mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, I like so, it. So Nico Case was uh, introduced to me by my older brother. Mm-hmm. This album and this band specifically introduced to me by my wife. Oh wow! Okay, this is a Chelsea band oh, for sure, and gotcha. it's uh, it's weird to hear it in headphones because this is one of those ones where just we, always in we, the car. It's always in yeah. the car. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been fun to listen to it and like pick out like. Because the, there's the so layers. much. Yeah, there's. It's just so. There's a layered. lot going on, but this this experience has made me want to check out Destroyer more. Yeah, I because like I said, I I really enjoyed that one, the uh, Q synthesizer, mm-hmm. and again, like that was such a bizarre song. Yeah, and I love bizarre, so I need to check them out a little more. Yeah, you do. Let's How do much it. have you listened to much of them? Just that one song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Let's listen to track number five. It's called All the Things That Go to Make Heaven and Earth. This one is another one that sounds familiar. Yeah. 
So again, I think I've encountered it in the wild. Yeah, it's a it's a good song to follow up, uh, follow Myriad Harbor. Yes, because it's very just driving yep. and upbeat. Uh, yeah. and success was survival, and kid, it still is. It's <laughs> good. How many songs do you know that feature the piccolo? Indie rock songs. <laughs> there's there's something coming up that I had to write down because I was like, I always love when a song surprises me with something. Yeah. And I was like, wow, okay, good job. Yeah. <laughs> it's it a little ways yet. It takes a lot to surprise Kirk. Yeah. Music, I've been, I, musically, I've, anyway. I've been around for a long time, Alan. I've seen everything. No. Yeah? <laughs> no, I have not, actually. This is teaching me that. I thought you were about to recite the speech uh, from the end of Blade Runner. Oh, God. Like a tear in the so rain. Oh, that's, that's I've seen so things good. that you can't imagine. Yes. God, i got to go back and watch that. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Is Di- it really? The direct- original one? Director's cut. Oh, I don't... I, and the sequel, which I haven't seen. I, the, I watched the sequel, and I really enjoyed the sequel. I don't know if I've seen the director's cut, and I've heard... Mm, superior. Yeah, that's what I've heard, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I have. We're getting off the rails again. <laughs> you know what we need, Kirk? What's that? A failsafe. Ooh. both kid yeah this is the first um first song for katherine calder to sing leads on because she uh she would originally fill in um for nico case on tour i saw that yeah uh, because nico case's solo career would you know she would not be able to perform the band live and she's uh she's ac newman's niece as well i saw that yeah um and this nepotism there yeah this (laughs) and this song is actually um an original band or original song for ac newman's band the choir practice saw that yeah um and it was actually on their debut album way not way before a few months before challengers Mm -hmm. so yeah, uh, this one's kind of mid album filler for me, honestly. It's I'm okay. Not, uh, I don't know. I'm not the. I mean, it's a good song, but yeah. 
It's kind of droney, which I like, but yeah, I'm not like. Yeah, I like that. Uh, like, I, what, what you're talking about is like that guitar sound in the background. That's a. Yeah, it's kind of got that delay on it. Yeah. I've always liked that. I think about that with a band. It was the first time I heard this. The phrase "wall of sound" was oh, who is it? They're from Ireland. Because that was kind of a thing with a lot of bands in this era, in in the, in the indie genre, was a mm-hmm. wall of sound. Yeah. And there was one band that I haven't listened... I want to say Gaslight, but that's not right. Well, they're not Irish. No, they're not. And it, the one I'm thinking of is the ones that did the song uh, Football Tops and Flowers, something like that. Foot, football Tops and Flower... It's about a kid getting. I think I brought it up on an episode because it was it was a real story about a kid getting murdered. Glass Vegas. Glass Vegas. Flowers and football. Tops. There we go. Um, they were one that was described as having a wall of sound, which is kind of like what you're talking about with that, mm-hmm. where the, where everything's kind of droney and just nothing stops. Got it. Yeah, they're Scottish. Scottish. Okay. Yeah. I get all those. You know, European countries mixed up. He's so. a merry old England, or jolly old England. <laughs> jolly <so>. old England. <laughs> uh, we're about halfway through the album. Do yeah, I just a, see that, yeah. Take a brizzy break. Let's do it. Cool. All right. We'll see you guys here we'll in, uh, back. in about a minute or two. I get, well, I mean, do you? Oh, yeah, because of the ad. Duh. I always forget. All right. Bye. Howdy, podcast listeners. I'm Trevor Tietrahia. And I'm Matt Foster, and together we co-host the Nighthawks Podcast, a movie-centric podcast that covers just about everything. Big films. Citizen Kane, Casablanca, The Avengers, Star Wars. The films that aren't as big on budget, but we still love. Found Footage 3D, The Big Lebowski. Not to mention films from distant shores. Lone Wolf and Cub, Dearest Sister. Plus we have some great guests like Alamo Drafthouse founder Tim Lee. Episode 7. Dr. Strange writer C. Robert Cargill. Episode 100. Director Stephen DiGennaro. Episode 53, Episode 100. Or you can listen to any of the over 120 other episodes we have on deck for you. Instant classics. Find us on all good podcatchers. Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Audible, Spotify. Or at our website, nighthawkspodcast.com. Join our cult. Probably not a real cult. It's a real cult. Yeah. Yeah. We're back with some new pornographers. Yeah, we are. So. Hey, you guys. I didn't do this at the top of the show. Get a hold of us. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, uh, my brother messaged me while we were recording here and he just finished the Marilyn Manson episode and he said he has a lot of thoughts so Ooh, all right uh, I told him we're uh, excited to hear those thoughts yeah you know how, how's he gonna get a hold of us Kirk what are the many ways uh, he can get a hold of us on Facebook we have a page yeah or you've it? never heard this <laughs> uh, we have it's a- facebook.com slash never heard pod well I mean if you just go to Facebook and search you've never heard this you'll find it maybe maybe um, we are on Instagram. You've never, all right, nope. never heard pod. It's never heard pod for everything. Shut up. <laughs> you always do this. <laughs> never heard pod on Instagram. Never heard pod on, uh, wait. <laughs> it's never heard pod at gmail. Gmail. That's what it was. There I was like, go. there's another way. And uh, somewhere out there floating in the ether is an unfinished website, which we will yeah. eventually start when I, f- oh my goodness. We totally dropped the ball. 
Yeah. Uh, we need to say thank you to uh, our friends Robin and Garrett, who helped chip in for a beer fund yeah. at, at Dwayne's on Dwayne here in Astoria. That's right. Thanks, guys. Actually, Bridge and Tunnel, I should say. Um, yeah, they were talking about... Uh, Robin was talking about a a true, tri- true, true crime... <laughs> True crime podcast that she likes, and they have a beer fund that they so kind of a similar concept, but we've never kind of we've never really you know asked for. Well, I just never thought to ask. For yeah, it, so that's, but that's, no, that's very cool. Yeah, very generous. And so thank we, you so much. The beers we are drinking tonight are from that beer fund. Yeah, so thank you guys very much. That is really cool. I feel weird asking this or suggesting it, but if you're in Bridge and Tunnel and feel like contributing, then. I don't feel, I mean, we've given you a lot of content and we get for nothing. For nothing. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's, I, I'd be fine with you buying me a beer. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or buying some t shirts at our live show oh, on yes, yes, June yes. 4th. If you missed that oh, big announcement. Oh, I'm so excited. I, June, this is, uh, June 4th, 6 to 10 at the Labor Temple yes. in Astoria. It's free. Yep. We're going to be recording two episodes, yep. episodes 99 and 100. That's going to be so cool. It's going to be fun. Yep. It's going to be so funny to perform a live <laughs> show for the same 20 people who listen to our podcast every week. We'll but. see. Um, gonna, we're going to get some posters made up. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, we'll put those around the area. So maybe some people will be like, who the hell are yes. these guys? And I'm, I'm actually, that's really what I'm hoping. I love our devotees we, we, we love the janky gang. we love the janky gang but yes i would love for people local uh i mean and, and if you want to like fly to town i mean yeah do it you but come from out of town i don't or, expect it or but janky gang established janky gang bring bring your friends yeah they'll be yo there you go that's a good idea let's uh get the fire marshal to come in and shut us down <laughs> oh yeah oh if we get that rowdy i'll be oh, so man. happy we'll have so much street cred They'd be like, oh, that's that podcast that got the fire marshal shut them down. Yeah. They're cool. The hardest podcast ever. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, I it's like gonna it. be fun. No, it is. We we're still uh, we're still deciding if we're gonna announce what the albums are before we record. So maybe we'll throw up a poll on the Facebook page for you. Yeah, because I think there's a benefit to both way. Yeah, both, to doing know. it or not doing it. My yeah. my whole thing is, you know, we we don't usually announce what we're doing before we record but you guys know what you're getting into when you click play because it's in the episode title so there's benefits to you showing up to a live show blind not knowing what we're doing because it's a fun surprise but there's also benefits to you just going into it the way you always go into it so Hmm. we'll uh i think uh throw up a facebook poll and uh get you guys to vote see what you think yeah that's uh that's a humdinger right there. Sure is. <laughs> you know, we've never done this before, uh, and I would say that we uh, we are track number seven, unguided. Heat wave humming in the house of cards. 
traffic You chase the spotlight into her arms And you forgot that you could fly but not That you were still the person sleeping The heatwave humming in the house of cars So I think this is about the time in the album where I was like, okay, I see, like, again, they they are definitely fulfilling that prophecy that I had that they were going to have a lot of sounds. Yeah. And they have their sound for sure, but there's a lot of variety here. Yes. And I really appreciate that because it, I think... It could sometimes come across as disjointed or, I don't know, but they have a cohesive sound. They just take that sound and they do a lot with it. Mm -hmm. And I like that. I think that's cool. I always forget how long this song is. It's almost seven minutes long. Yeah, it is. Yep. Six Um, and a half minutes long. I think one of the things about only listening to this in the car is that I've never noticed A.C. Newman's lisp. Oh, no. He's got like a Isaac Brock lisp. Does he really? Yeah, it's great. Huh. It's got some character to it. And actually, that's kind of funny that you just mentioned how that this song is six and a half minutes long. And I didn't notice it. Cool. So that's a that's a pretty big plus. Yeah, it's kind of like how I got it. Walked out of the Batman going like, that movie didn't feel three hours long. Yeah, exactly. It's like incredibly well paced. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's funny because usually a seven minute long song, I'm going to write down like, oh, I like it, but it's a little long. Unless it's Mariner's Revenge song. No, get out of here. That's what I'm saying. Oh, Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes. I thought you were. Okay, my bad. I love that song so much. It's good. And yes, you're right. It's a song that it it entertains you the whole way through. Just like I feel like this song must because I never I never looked at my phone to be like, God, is this song still going? You know. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, man. I like that. Let's go to track number eight, another another, another Dan yeah. Behar special. It's called Entering White Cecilia. Entering white Cecilia Entering white Cecilia 
what's eating you tonight? Who cares? There's a bunch of them, so what if you saw one of them go? No idea what entering White Cecilia means. <laughs> so I really enjoy these Dan Behar. His delivery is superior to AC Newman's. Like just the way he sings and his just kind of like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And like, just, you know? I, <laughs> just the style of it is like we just switched albums. Yeah. And I like it. It's a little I, nuggets of joy. Exactly. And I love that they kind of peppered that in, you mm-hmm. know. I feel like if it was a Behar heavy album, if it was opposite, I wouldn't enjoy it as much, probably. Yeah, I could see that. It's it's a little weirdness here and there. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably get annoyed. <laughs> um, but again, it makes me want to check out Destroyer a lot. Um, and I think is there. I think there were three Behar songs on here. Yeah, there's one more after this. Yeah. Well, obviously, it wouldn't be one more before this. Because <laughs> we haven't... Well, unless we didn't mention, but yes. Yeah. I believe it's one of the last two. Yeah, I forget. I didn't write that down, but That's yeah. all right. I'll find it. But yeah, I really enjoyed this song. Again, it kind of... Uh, like you said, like, the pacing of this album... Well, and like the song, but... Uh, they peppered his songs in yeah. at the right times to give you a little like, yeah, here's a little something different. Yes. And I like that. Me too. All right. Let's go to track number nine. It's called Go Places. Whoops. Oh, my God. I, I screwed it up. This is the song that surprised me, and I'm waiting for it. I forget exactly where it comes in. But, uh... uh, (laughs) I was just like, wow! That's impressive! Dang it, come on. 
I thought it was. I thought it happened early on, but. <laughs> well, until it's we a get good to that tune, point, yeah. I'll tell you, Newman wrote this for his wife Christina, and I think this song is very understated. Okay. Not underrated. Yeah. No. So just compared to the rest of the album, I think it's most of the you know first half of the song is just like drums and organ yes, it's and Nico very, yes. singing. So uh, for an album that that has a lot going on, mm-hmm. yes, you're absolutely it's a right. Good breather. Yeah. Yep. Now I'm curious. What do you, you could just say what it is instead of I guess I could. I just thought I'd hear just it. Waiting for it. I thought I'd hear it, and then I could. But uh, there's a lyric where she uses the term Deus Ex Machina. Oh yeah. And I was just like, wow, that's to to. There, Deus Ex Machina. That's impressive to me. Why? If you told me, okay, I know I'm not a songwriter, and we've talked many times about how hard it is to write a song. Mm-hmm. If you're like, okay, here's your assignment, write a song, and it has to include the term deus ex machina. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, holy <laughs> shit. That's yeah. like That's like with some, like, you know, I think about some of my favorite songwriters, like John K. Sampson and, you know, Colin Malloy, mm-hmm. and there's, they're, they're people that you know, will include phrases or words where I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, how yeah. did you do that? Right, yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying. And it, like, it's the way it's like kind of kind of fits in the verse. So the verse is, come one now, come all ye. This story breaks free here, tears back from the pages, from somewhere unseen a deus ex machina. <laughs> but it's not unseen a, it's from somewhere unseen uh-huh. a deus machina. Uh-huh. Good morning, Christina. Christina. Uh-huh. And I just love that. Uh, that is pretty cool. So if you don't know, uh, Deus, Deus Ex Machina is uh, Latin for ghost in the machine. Uh, or no, God in the machine mm-hmm. or God of the machine. He's a ghost of the machine. Yeah, I was, the I was anime, thinking the movie. The anime. <laughs> yeah. Which is actually really awesome. You're thinking of ghost in the shell. Oh, ghost. I was, yeah, yeah. I was con- con- conflating the two. Yeah. Um, We're using all the big words. Ooh, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's usually meant to to they use it in terms of like books and TV and movies where something comes up at the end. I'll give you an example. So you guys have all seen Avengers Endgame, right? Yep. In the big battle at the very end, when uh, you know killing all of his people be a damned, Thanos uses his all of his ships to start firing on the entire battlefield yep. because he's about to lose. And they think they're about to lose. The good guys think they're about to lose. And then all of a sudden... The guns fire up into the sky uh, because Captain Marvel, who has been absent the entire movie, <laughs> suddenly decides to show up, and yeah. she's like the most powerful Avenger. Well, she's not an Avenger. And actually, uh, I'm gonna get nerdy. I think, <laughs> I think Scarlet Witch is the most powerful Avenger. Anyway, she just like flies through the ship and like destroys it. Like yes. that's Deus that's Ex Machina like because Machina. everything seems like you know. They're going to lose, and then all of a sudden, there's, there's this, one... this incredibly powerful character turns the tide. And I remember reading <coughs> a reading about the, um, many years ago, reading about the origin of that term, because I've always loved, yeah, it's, I uh... think I've always enjoyed Latin 
mm-hmm. even though I've never like gone, you know, learned much about it. Yeah. But I, I remember reading about the origin of that and it, it came from like... It's Greek theater. Yes. I was going to say theater where they would have something like strung up that would come down and... Puts, uh, and you know. So the actors playing gods would be yes, like lowered, sure. lowered down to the there stage. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Anyway, I just, yeah. I love that. Yeah, so, it's, so here it says, the term has come to mean a plot twist where an unsolvable situation is suddenly <laughs> resolved <laughs> by an unexpected event, character, or object. And it can be done very well, but it oh, is yeah. also so heavy-handed sometimes. I was going to say, it, it can be used by writers... As a very lazy writing yes, device. Where they they make you think that all is lost nothing's you know there's and then just be like oh wait no never mind it's all good mm-hmm. you know, it so. can be it can be a very lazy way of yes, tying um, tying uh, up some loose ends 100 percent. uh let's move on what's track number 10 called kirk mutiny i promise you Definitely heard this song before. Yeah. I even wrote down Familiar, my first listen. And yeah, just again, I think it's just come up on my play or, you know, like a radio station or something. and Some real nice power pop goodness. Yeah, yeah very upbeat. And it's another great change of pace after Go Places. Yes, absolutely. Again, something we talk about a lot is just the, the pacing and the song order is a lot has a lot to do with how an album works. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be, you know what would be fun is get, I mean, not, if we got like big, rich, and famous someday where we actually had cool guests on. No, oh, I, oh I, that was a miss. I, our guests are always cool. But I'm saying like, like an actual like music producer or something. And yeah. just like to really discuss the nitty gritty of, how decisions are made and why some albums maybe, you know, things weren't done as well as other albums. You know, I would really be interested to, to get have that conversation. Pick some brains. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be cool. So anyway. Let's go to track number 11. It's called Adventures in Solitude.
this one it's kind of playful Me too yeah. it's a beautiful song again i really enjoy the like back and forth between ac and nico mm-hmm. it's it's yeah i like i just like that that is that uh, i don't know how you describe it but just them together is fun yeah. is, is very nice yeah it's uh so genius uh says and take from this what you will right the advice and empathy of one person who has overcome depression speaking to an audience struggling with depression their own quote adventures in solitude are never won but survived and maybe there is hope for others in that yeah yep yeah violence i didn't uh, when i first saw the 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 title i didn't uh quite understand but when i read that i was like okay i could see the adventures in mm-hmm. solitude could definitely be a reference to well, depression. I just like the chorus. We thought we lost you. Welcome back. Yeah, one. that's man. Actually, I could I could take some of that uh, personally. Yeah, you know, I I I I I realize more and more every day how far I've come mm-hmm. over the last so many months uh, with everything that has happened. And I am in such a different place now yeah. than I was six months ago. Yeah, we've had a lot of talks about it. Yes. And I mean, even in a tangible way, I see a change in you because you're in like really good shape. Like you yes. really like got, you know, got motivated to. Yes. It's amazing what, because uh, you've told me this before, <laughs> what low self-esteem. Can, yeah. Can uh, you, no, that's what you, you told me your whole motivation to get in shape was. That you're like, oh, my self-esteem is that. It was gone. Rock it was, bottom, it yeah. was just, it was, it was destroyed. Yeah. I had, I had no self-esteem, no self-worth, and I needed to do something. And this is not to say that if you are not, you know, fit or in shape that you, you aren't worth anything. Just to, right. to myself. Well, you know my my self uh, image or my you know how I saw myself. I needed something to change. Well, and you needed something to control. There you go. That's a better way to put it. Yeah. I needed something that I could control. Yes. Because everything else was out of my control. And you know you've got a really great support system here, and it's yeah, you know it's it's one thing to have a lot of people say like you know you are worth you know you are worth something, and we love you, and you're great, but you got to feel it yourself oh, too. Oh, a hundred percent. Otherwise, it's a lot of times is falling on deaf ears or like for me personally if I am feeling really low and somebody's like no you're great I'm like shut the fuck up like just let me be miserable for a second like you know like well, or it just falls on deaf ears I'm like as much as I appreciate what you're saying like yes. I don't believe you yes that's that right there <laughs> what you just said is is absolutely perfect is I don't believe you 
Yeah. Yes, I I appreciate you trying to prop me up a little bit and pick me up on, you know, get me back on my feet. Awesome, great. And and but to me, my brain's working against me. Mm-hmm. So my brain's telling me, oh, of course, they're your friends. They're going to tell you you're you're handsome or you're a good person. You know, like well, just cheer up, Kirk. No, I, I I'm trying <laughs> no, to. No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying like you probably got told that. Oh, just cheer up. Oh, buddy. Uh, thankfully I don't think I really got. Oh, that's like because that's a little like. Mm, don't. Well, it's it's a great time to have, you know have conversations like this because May yeah. is Mental Health Awareness Month. So. Oh, that's right. Indeed. Nice. Anyway, yeah, no, I think I'm in just a much, much different place yeah. now, and I I feel very good about that. Yeah, good. Because I could have just wallowed in where I was and just stagnated and, you know, and I didn't. And a lot of that was support mm-hmm. from my, my friends and family here in... I mean, my friend, fam- I don't actually have any family out here, but, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway. Well, yes. I'm glad you're doing uh, better. Yes, thank you. And I'm glad you're still alive. Me too. Right. Well, let's, let's finish this up, shall we? Oh, I can't think of a way to, to segue, but it, it is. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, this is the last, third and last Dan Behar track on the album. Oh, this and is this one. Okay, yes, that's it's right. the last song, period. It's called The Spirit of Giving. You went looking for shelter In all the wrong spaces You grew gluttonous and famous with faces Nameless and blank Superstitiously you named them Saint Christopher and Johanna And Saint Christopher and Johanna Saint Christopher and Johanna Overcome with the holiday spirit Marks as the herald angels won't hear it And remember the wolves that you run with our wolves Don't forget They exist to give you something to regret I'll beat them to hell With something sadder than that brass portrait that shines through your morning dim. Something sadder than that brass portrait that shines through your morning dim. I'll give you something to be sad about. Hey, the picture really captures your mouth. Poised to say, it's your turn to go down now. It's your turn to go down now. It's your turn to go down now It's your turn to go down now In the spirit of giving in <laughs> He has such an odd delivery I know And I love it Me too Yeah So Kirk <laughs> Got some final thoughts my friend? Yeah I enjoyed this Good I'm glad From the get go I really did Um Like I said I I uh it would have for for me to binge it like I did today, mm-hmm. and I thought I was thinking about this at work today when I was like listening to it the third time in one day, and I was like, if if this were an album that I hadn't really been into, oof, been a slog. that would have been rough. Yeah, but I was like, no, I'm walking around work doing things, and I'm like, yeah, I'm still into it. I still, you know. 
So yeah, I really enjoyed this. I love the variety of it. I love uh, all the different voices. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a really fun listen. Uh, Definitely kept me, you know, entertained. Uh, You know, I mean, it wasn't boring. It's never boring. Yeah. Good. I think it was a great album. I'm glad you, great you think so. Yeah. And I'm, wow, that was impressive final thoughts for not oh. having a chance to <laughs> gather them. I, I, yeah. Speaking from the heart. Seriously. I mean, I'm not, you know, I was, I was like, like I said, if this had been even a middling album for me, today would have been like, oh, do I have to listen to it again? You know, and I was yeah. just like, so yeah, I really enjoyed it. Good. Uh-oh. What what's going Uh-oh. on? Uh-oh. What's going on the playlist, Let me Kurt? See. Oh man. I want to do Myriad Harbor. Cool. I uh, know it's not necessarily uh, representative of quite their sound. It's representative of some of their sound. But I just really enjoy that song. Like I said, it's the best song it's on so the album. It's so fun. It's just so fun. Good. That's yeah. I'm that's glad that one made it. Oh, cool. All right, good. Well, yeah. we'll see you next time, folks. All right. And <laughs> little different sound for next week. We'll see. A little bit. Just a little <laughs> Just bit Just a little bit. <laughs> Adios. Bye.